Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. to Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Satin. I'm here with my co-host, Elijah Bates. Hello, everybody. And stepping in this week for Jamie Iovine is the one, the only, Rachel Sam Evans. Hello. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the new hairdo. I know. I'm like a new person. I like your outfit, too. It's very color-coordinated. It, you know what? It's a set. Yeah. It's, it was sold as a set, and I'm wearing it as a set. Mm. 
but I have to change soon. I'm, I'm going to roll around in mud tonight. I'm always scared of doing like full outfit, like buying an outfit. You like, have to. Mm. You just try it out once. Try it out once. You know, I re- I recently um, when I was in the hospital. Uh, it's a mm. long story, but uh, a family and I don't know if like it was a de- deceased person, but a family had left a bunch of shirts in the emergency room or in like the waiting room of the ICU. And when we realized that they weren't coming back, we were like, "Hey, let's let's look at these shirts." And there was this. This like aqua green like tank top, <laughs> and I put it on, and I wore it, and then I put on these shorts that I have at home, and I went out, and I realized they were exact same color. It was like this bright green. Wait, did you feel beautiful? Mm. Mm. You took random hospital clothes and then just wore it out that night. Yeah, and I'm also just not wearing like all red. That'd be weird. <laughs> that yeah, would be weird. wearing no, all one. No, color I definitely I looked like a but lime popsicle. Did you like wash it first. You know, I can't really recall the details of it. I, you do recall the details. I don't believe no, it. You didn't wash it. He, didn't well, wash I just, it. he definitely didn't hey, but, wash it. But I, I will have say, it. Hey, it was you fo- would have taken a random shirt yeah. from the hospital yeah. and just wore it out that it night. It was folded. I'm, I'm really gross. What does that have to do well, with anything? I, I, hey. I have folded a dirty shirt before. Oh, yeah. You just found a shirt somewhere and put it on. Don't know where it came from. All that you know that my nickname growing up was dog meat. Like, no, I'm, I, did, oh, I you didn't know that. Didn't know that. Uh, my, yeah, mine I'm was gross. mine was. Free. I also don't know how that applies. Yeah, because I'm gross. You know, <laughs> okay. I'm like gross. My nickname was free shirt. <laughs> free shirt. <laughs> yeah. And so people were like, I don't care where this has been. Well, that means for shirt. For but. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> for shirt. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I I officially feel better now because I when I go to a thrift store, I will just like I'll buy it from a thrift store and I'll just and wear put it. it on, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and my girlfriend's all, my girlfriend doesn't even do that with like clothes at the store. Like she always wants to wash it. Just I anything she bought too, at the I, store. Don't, I don't yeah. like it to get itchy, but you know now that I've got like hair all over my body, I just I don't get itchy from clothes. <laughs> yeah, same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like you dog meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the biggest story of the week. Um, obviously, it, it was everything that happened with Becky Lynch. All things Becky yeah. Lynch. I mean, Becky Lynch is the talk of the wrestling yeah. world right now. I don't think there's any doubt whatsoever. Um, and, and and it's crazy because I remember talking to, I remember talking to you, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say on Sunday before Raw, um, and we were talking about how uh, you were saying how you were bummed that you weren't going to be at Survivor Series because, like, you... That match sounded awesome. Yeah, well, it was just, it, it's the atmosphere. Yeah, the yeah. atmosphere for it. Even when I texted you guys the other day, and I was like, damn, I wish I was going to be in the building because the atmosphere is going to be explosive. And then immediately it was like, she's <laughs> off the show. And I'm like, well, I don't have any interest in the show anymore. Did, yeah, did, that's, same. That's actually what I wanted to ask. So did it kill yeah. all your guys' interest in the show? Yeah, yeah. It was <clears throat> it was minuscule to start, and now it's it's... Ah, no. Yes, I'm done. Becky Lynch with a bloody face on Monday. Oh, when I saw it, God. I was like, that's one of the greatest visuals of Monday Night Raw in, a, like, a decade. I don't know. I, like, it's been so wonderful. long. And after that happened, I was like, when I, when I was, literally when I was driving to work on Tuesday morning, and I don't really, I don't get this way about wrestling as much anymore because, it's like, you've experienced so yeah. many things. I was excited. I was like, I can't wait to watch Survivor Series. I haven't said I can't wait to watch Survivor Series and. Maybe yeah, ever. I, I am in your, the group text with you, and rarely <laughs> before pay per view is Eli actually saying how excited well, he is. For usually, it. you're just exhausted because you've seen so many lately, and, and such is the case now. You know, well, we, I was talking with Ken Knapsack here before uh, this morning, and he's a big wrestling fan. He's, he does a bunch of shows here, mm-hmm. and um, we were talking about how 
the you know because there's just so many pay per views now that they do kind of lose their 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 special feeling because yeah. it's just like when one's over they're right into the next and it's like two I mean like the, the last year was like two weeks ago or something yeah. like that so it so it is hard to like get excited for one as it is yeah and this is one that people really were pumped about so all these last minute changes were. I, I mean, obviously the Becky Lynch one was, they didn't have a choice. Well, hopefully she'll be involved in some way. That's what I'm hoping, too. She has to be, because she's obviously well enough to, like, lead a charge. So hopefully she'll be involved in some way. I assume she will be. And either way, I'm excited to see what the outcome, how it affects. Nah, Ronda's going to win. So She's totally going to win. I will say, though. But I'm not unexcited to see Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Like, I mean, that's that's, sure. a, that's a match I actually am looking forward to. And I will also add, I'm way more into Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar than I am AJ Styles, only because I've seen that. I haven't seen this. I know that you guys might have a difference of opinion mm-hmm. just regarding like the heel turn and the heel versus heel, you know, outlaying of that of that match and everything like that. But I do feel like the way that they reshuffled it at least last second on Thursday did provide some seeds of interest to me. And previously I was like, Becky Lynch, Ronda, only thing I truly care about. So, so you weren't as pumped on AJ versus Brock Lesnar, uh, too? No. You either? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, if we, you've seen it. It's just not going to be any different. It, it, like, I feel like a match like uh, AJ Lesnar is just is something that belongs on, like, Crown Jewel or a pay-per-view like that yeah. that doesn't matter. Um, and, you know, in this case, it it, it just it didn't have me super excited because I, I, I'm like, they're not going to put Styles over Brock Lesnar. I just no. like – I but with Brian, I'm just kind of like well, – I mean, the interest partially is like – how big of a butt kicking can Brian, Daniel Bryan take right well, that's now? Well, why, that's why I'm more interested in this match. I was not excited about uh, AJ Styles and uh, Brock Lesnar at all. But I'm more interested in this match because of the difference of fighting style. Yeah. Is, is so much more distinct. And, like, the size difference is, like, so much more David and Goliath. Mm-hmm. That it, it's more interesting as a match. But as it relates to the show... What a weird move. Yeah. Yes. Well, that heel turn bummed me out. Me too, majorly. And, you know, <laughs> I, you, the, the David Goliath thing you mentioned right there, mm-hmm. it's to me, and I, and I know I harped on this on the, the SmackDown recap partly, but, um, you know, you don't say, like, oh, you know, like, remember that heel turn that David had before he took on Goliath? You're yeah. like, no, like, the, 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 the story is David versus Goliath. Like, it's yeah. this good underdog that you want to cheer for overtaking this this beast of a person. So I don't understand the, the – the, after thinking about it for a few days, the only thing I could think of as, like, the reasoning behind turning Daniel Bryan heel before he goes up against Brock Lesnar is because in, in Vince McMahon's mind, uh, Daniel, as the happy-go-lucky, yes, yes, yes man, like, isn't – an actual like could like never be seen as a threat to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Sure, that makes sense. But this ruthless like guy who will do whatever it takes to win, who is okay. who has lost his mind and is snapped yeah. at the so, last second, does kind of maybe have a chance because he's going to do whatever. I like that a lot more because now in my head I'm like, oh yeah, that is Daniel Bryan. He'll turn bad, 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 like cheating, bad, bad, bad. But that idea that he will do anything it takes and he will not quit. Like that's that's his gimmick. Yeah, that's his thing. But that's good because I that's technically they... kind of what he did. I think that's what he did, but it through the lens of a bully. Yeah, like if yeah. 
if it were purely Daniel Bryan, I feel like that's what it would have looked well, like. Like, I could have accepted so, all of that without the nut shot. Yeah, but, uh, yes. And I would have been fine with that. Like, I, oh, great, Daniel snapped, he wants to kill Brock, he right. wants to get that match, great. But that nut shot was like... The nut shot is just such <sighs> a cheap way. It's so cheap. It's such a cheap... Like, like, don't get me wrong, it's always been a cheap move, but I feel like it's one of those things, like a chair shot, or like a table spot. Where it's just like, yeah, I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. It, it, it's not, it, like, we, even when Shinsuke really was doing it earlier in the year, I was just kind of like, this is it? Come on. Like, it, there's got to be something other than, like, a nut shot. But even Shinsuke, I liked it more because he's kind of a Loki. Like, he's kind yeah. of a trickster god. Yeah. So, like, him doing that is like, bah. Well, <laughs> you know, the only thing- I, I kind of liked it. I, I was much more on board with the Shinsuke one for the yeah. exact same reason because it was like he was so smug about it. Yeah. And, like, it became a thing. But the but Daniel thing, you're just like, I think they're going to drop it. I think they're going to drop it immediately. I think he's going to go, vi- I think he's going to get more intense for sure and make he, he's not going to win no there's no way I, yeah, I, I'm calling it right now Brock Lesnar is going to win by disqualification oh what why because of a nut Braun shot Stro- oh a nut oh, shot fun. because it's a cheap way out <sighs> Yeah, it, Brian and it's doesn't probably lose not going to be the main event. It's not. It's nobody loses anything by it, and, they, and it's a throwaway match. It's a one hundred percent. It's Ugh. a thrown together match with a throwaway purpose. I hate that I'm so mad right now because that's like if so you think possible. about the booking yeah. of it. Like I mean, this whole this whole event now has been built off of matches where like with semi predictable outcomes. Oh, Ronda's going to win. Brock's mm-hmm. going to win. So it's one of those things where it's like, well, if, if you know they're going to win already, then what does the outcome truly matter? If you know, like again, it's almost like when they have like such small space in between these events, all these all the outcomes are just throwaway. Yeah. The problem with that is that this is the WWE, and the matches are never going to be as like. Well, I mean, maybe I'm speaking subjectively as like a indie wrestling fan or whatever. Uh, ew, idiot. I know. Sorry. No, no, no. I know but, what you're going like, to say. You yeah. know, but like, the matches aren't exciting enough yeah. to justify a bad narrative. So I agree with you 100%. Yeah. So like the WWE has to understand that they can't have throwaway matches. The matches aren't good enough. Yeah. And even though you're getting two of the best in the world, Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar, you're still getting a WWE style match. So we're like, not we come, getting the American Dragon. I, yeah, it's we, not like I'm interested yay, though to you know, see we come the story. You yeah. know, we come for the story. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. When we don't get that story, it's like, well, then what sets this apart well, from think, what all the indies are doing? Yeah, do you exactly. think that it's going to be a super quick match between Brock and Daniel, or do you mm. think they're going to let him grapple a little? bit? I have a hard time believing they're just going to take Daniel Bryan to Suplex City. But at the same time, I mean, we know Petty Vince McMahon, and we know the wrestling I business. I think they're mad at him, and they are—they have to be mad about Crown Jewel. <laughs> yeah, and 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 we go, we go like, oh well, oh, you know, we go like, oh, you know, he tapped out, so clearly it was a, it was a, you know, he, uh, getting buried because of Crown Jewel, and then a week later they give him <laughs> the title. title. Well, I gave him the title. You can't say that. But then when you kind of pick it apart, you go like, well, you wasted a WrestleMania moment. You turned like one of your natural baby faces for no reason. Yeah. Like you did all these things that I don't will... make sense. That could be still you being angry and being like, well, I see him as a heel. Yeah. Everybody else does too. You didn't go to Saudi Arabia, goddammit. And then, and, and I'll tell you not... what, the whole country of Saudi Arabia is <laughs> yeah. a heel. People, you won't even show up. You want to show up to Saudi Arabia. Well, the country's really changing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, so. This has changed. <laughs> so, I mean, I could, in, I could see them being like, okay, now, now, as further punishment, well, let's go watch Daniel Bryan get suplexed 50 times in a row and yeah. beat John Cena's record. Is the, is the fear out of y'all's head completely? Because not he, mine. Not, about Daniel? Yeah. No. Like no, I, no, not at all. Daniel Bryan. You are a father. That yeah. Daniel like, Bryan, he's like one of those. Uh, He's, it's like a ghost almost yeah. to me. It's like one of those things where you're like, is he really here? 
Is he like you know like because it, it's too good to be true? Yeah. The universe doesn't give you too good to be true scenarios that often unless <sighs> there's like a dark end to them. I'm not saying I want that to happen. That's no, of glasses, course not. By the way. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, thank you. Sorry, just <laughs> Um No, but like I, I'm interested in the match more than I. I'm more interested in this Daniel Bryan match than I have been for a lot of Daniel Bryan matches. I feel like he's been pretty stale well, for a while. That's not. I mean, he was wrestling like big cast in the Bludgeon Brothers. No, just like, so. but, but his entire run though, <laughs> since he came back at WrestleMania, has just felt pretty milk toast to totally. me. And I'm just kind of at that point where it's just like, well, I'm glad at least that he's getting a match against Brock. I'm interested in that match. Is his heel turn well done? No, of course not. But I do think that it could result in some interesting outcomes. And I don't feel like they were going in an interesting direction with him anyway. So it's like... Hmm. But that is also partly what, what has bothered me with the with the, the internet talk of it. When everyone was kind of shitting on me for saying that I didn't like the heel turn. Was everyone going, like, well, he was stale. Yeah, he was stale not because Daniel Bryan, the character, was stale. He was stale because they were booking him like shit since yeah. his comeback. Yeah. You know? So what do you what what would you want to see? I mean, I just wanted to see, like you said, the David Goliath scenario. Yeah. Like, I just didn't need the heel turn on one of the people that like like, like I, I said this on the recap. But basically, like in my opinion, you know, Daniel Bryan recapturing a world title yeah. is like. A, a made WrestleMania moment. Like we are all people who, who write. We know like writing is not is not easy. But when you have something like that that's being served to you on a silver platter, where Daniel Bryan coming back from injury and then go, making his way through WWE for a year before he finally gets back to the top of the mountain and 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 re- has that big moment yeah. at WrestleMania again, like. That, that's an inspirational story that should have been you know, told. Though, I, I was thinking about this this past week, and I think that they are still building to Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. But part of me is like, they are, are, is Miz going to be the good guy? Though? I know you're. I was. But, and the I think, same they, thing. Like, but think about it like this for a second. What? The, the, I know. Follow, follow me down the rabbit no, hole. He's on this, right. Okay. okay I'm, with, I'm with you. When but... when Daniel Bryan entered WWE on NXT, Miz was his pro, and and the internet was in uproar. Everybody was just like, "How could this be that this that the American drag." Who's been wrestling all over the world for so long is like under the tutelage of the Miz, a reality star from MTV. In the real world, but, but again, going back to the petty nature of, of how they may be booking Daniel Bryan. What if this whole thing is t- turning Bryan heel to eventually say like, "We were right all along. Our WWE guy." Victored over your indie god in the main event of WrestleMania and won the title. And yes, these indie organizations are great, but WWE is supreme. Oi. Okay. Oi. Did you see okay. the Miz's Instagram post? Today? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so the Miz posted this on Instagram. He said, I told you how Daniel Bryan really was, but you chose to ignore me. <laughs> I told who the real Daniel Bryan was, but you chose to boo me. And now, after manipulating his way into title match after title match after title match, the true colors of Daniel Bryan are finally on display for the world to see. Was I right all along? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you're spot on. <laughs> so I guess exactly well, what it is. Well, the thing <laughs> is, is that, and, and in some ways... It isn't altogether different because it's still the same two people at WrestleMania and everything like that. But it's flipping the expectation of it. And the beauty – and and keep in mind also, they've done repeat main events before. So they could always flip it again a year or two later and do the version that you actually wanted. So they could do, you know, like not a a once-in-a-lifetime John Cena Rock type of thing. But similar to where it's just like, hey, they can still do that main event somewhere. When when Daniel Bryan has redeemed himself or whatever and The Miz is bad again, they can just flip-flop that event and do the same thing. I don't – I just don't believe it. I just don't like a heel – 
Daniel Bryan. I yeah. don't believe it. Yeah. Me neither. He's, well, I watch Total Divas. You can believe it, but it's like, why? Why? If you have a natural baby face like that who the fans don't want to be. What do you move. see from Total Divas that would make you mm. believe? Because he's just like a little dismissive. <laughs> kind of. Because he's just like a little dismissive. He, but also like, he consider, like he's consider very, his surroundings. He's very hippie. Like he's very like. Yeah. Oh. Like not the hippie that you necessarily like. like he's not like a Willie Nelson hippie. He's the hippie <laughs> no. that like. He's like, he's he's like, like a hipster ju- hippie. He comes into your home and judges your milk. <laughs> yeah. Like that kind of thing. He's yes. like, what yeah. do you mean you don't yeah. have enough? Bag to make nut like, milk yeah, with. He talks yeah. about how small his house is and how he's proud that he doesn't have to have all it's these a compost toilet. And he wants a compost toilet. I dated like, somebody at a compost that's toilet disgusting. once. Like, yeah. you're, like, you're, like, we, what? It's just unnecessary. <laughs> I don't. I think they. I think they got rid of the compost toilet, but it was a thing. On Compo- the show. Hey, I gotta just tell you. Too. I like that you remember how obsessed I'm going to the, the bathroom in a compost so. toilet is not my favorite thing. I can't imagine it would be. Did I? I did, I did a prank show with the Bellas and Daniel Bryan, um, and. I gotta say, the Bellas are fantastic. Oh, I love yeah, the Bellas are great. They are amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I accidentally, this is true, was a complete accident. Wore an American Dragon shirt there because <laughs> they were like, wear a wrestling shirt, and I just literally pulled the first thing on my thing. And he was like, "Oh, nice," and I was like, "What?" Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that's you. But we spoke three words. But he seems—he uh, seems docile. If he leaned into, I don't like the heel that he is trying to be. But if he leaned into the compost heel, and he was more judgmental and like a little smug, yeah, maybe I'd like that. I see. I, would, I don't like I, a nut shot. I would almost assume that they were going to go that way because they're like, oh, look at this vegan. You know, like I mean, but, okay. That worries me because that isn't the American Dragon that everyone's like, oh, we're excited to see the American Dragon. No, I worry that it's going to be the like, vegan that he's going to be like a Doink the Clown esque character where oh, he carries no. around a bucket filled with like wood Kale. chips from his uh, from his compost toilet. Yeah, oh, yeah, God, that'd be gross. I would not want to have those thrown on me. Just to be clear. But that's what he is. I know. I just feel like that's what he is, though. Like, yeah, I know. I know. I guess I just have a. I, I just feel like it, it, obviously it's not a life or death scenario. But like, it imagine Ro- no, <laughs> but imagine Roman Reigns coming back from his whole thing and them doing. And there's not a chance on earth that Roman would have the same kind of return that Daniel Bryan had. They wouldn't bring him back oh, and no. throw him in a throwaway feud with no. with a, a Connor from the Ascension to try and get Connor over but because no. they're doing singles push with them. The, but they never regarded Daniel Bryan like that. But that's what he had to. He had to fight for himself. I know that, and that's what, and, and I'm just confused to why so many wrestling fans don't see that happening again right now yeah. in front of the rest. They're all like, "No, no, he was stale." Well, maybe. Well, maybe he is fighting for himself. Maybe this is him fighting for himself. Well, let's. But I do also. Uh, completely 100% think that they're just punishing him. Well, wait yeah. a minute, though. Like, okay. Would they give him the title, though, if they were punishing him? I mean, because that's, yeah. that's a pretty big deal, though. But Vince is such is a it, good mindfuck, dude. Like, he's it, so good yeah. at mindfucking people. Like, is it you go, worth winning something if while you're holding it, you're like, Oh, what am I doing? Wait, but oh, look, no. like, wait, do you like, think that he's just going to get destroyed by Brock Lesnar yes, in like two so. minutes? Right now, I do. Right now, I do. How many hey, times did But you guys, like, but. Hey, I, I I I think that's gonna happen too. Yeah. But how awesome would it be if it was like at least like a fifteen minute close match? Like even if he gets beat at the end of it, if you have ten minutes of questioning what the outcome is gonna be, then it, then they've done a successful job. 
Yes. Because otherwise, when's the last time Brock Lesnar faced anybody where you even considered that they had a chance against him? I just want to see Brock Lesnar in like a head scissors. And I want to see like her and Karana's. Like, I want to see like Daniel Bryan, yeah. you know? I mean, it'll be awesome. If, if, if they do that, it'll be awesome. In my opinion, though, we're going to get 17 suplexes in yeah. a row. Yeah. Brock Lesnar has, Brock Lesnar has a UFC fight coming up. Yeah. He's not going to be doing a you know 20-minute classic. You no. know, it's like, it's going to look like that. What was that Bola match I, that I just watched again because I got my PWG uh, DVD in? <laughs> uh, Jeff Cobb and Darby Allin? Yes, yes, yeah. It's exactly. going to be that, just throwing people around. Well, it's like with Daniel Bryan has been wanting to wrestle Brock Lesnar for a long time now. Brock Lesnar has not been wanting to wrestle Daniel no. Bryan for Why a long he, time. Yeah. So I don't think, like, it's one of those things where, like, I don't think that Brock Lesnar is going to be like, yeah, let's, what do you want? Like, let's let's go thrill the crowd. No, okay. that's not right. Like, I just don't see that. I don't think Brock Lesnar thinks about thrilling the crowd. No, no I don't think he gives Although, even I'll, one. And, and, I, and I also think that shit. I can see Daniel Bryan, who we know, he, like, fought with, like, his eye popping out. He will want to, like... Get brutalized, <laughs> I think. Like, yeah, he's he okay with it. Yeah. I think that, I mean, because Daniel Bryan has shown many times over that it, he kind of doesn't really care. He doesn't necessarily need them. He, I mean, obviously his wife works there and stuff like that, and he's getting paid really quite well. I'm not trying, taking anything away from that. Do you see that, like, Daniel Bryan potentially going out there and realizing that this is shot and maybe throwing some stiff shots and trying to rile Brock up and actually turn it into and turn it into a, a better match. That'd, That'd be, be real stupid. Like, cause even, cause, oh, really? cause you know, well, I, don't want, I mean, they're the I size difference. Like, I don't want to die. But, but if you think about it like this, um, about, uh, it was SummerSlam, I, th- or, uh, I think it was SummerSlam last year, when Brock stiff-shotted uh, Braun. Braun in Braun, the head. Yeah. And there, that's what I remember from that match. Yeah. I don't necessarily remember the outcome of that match. I can't even remember who else was. I think Roman was in that match. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But that moment, though, I still remember it. I talked about it on the show a couple of weeks ago how Jamie and I like kind of reacted when we were watching it. I so, remember so, you guys tripped. Yeah. Well, we did. And so if there's moments like that, if they can, if they can provide at least certain moments that – that make you question what the F is going on, then they've done a good job with us, I feel like. I hope they do. And I hope they do. I mean, but like, God, it can, can also just go Brian the other just way. Slaps Brock as oh, hard as he can. Man. If that happens at the beginning of the match before it starts, you'll be like, it's on. Like, or like a back chop or something oh, like real just, disrespectful. Just, oh <laughs> something just real mean. Bits on Brock. Gives him a wedgie. <laughs> Gives him a wedgie. He's like, I'm into or, dirty stuff now. <laughs> or just kisses him on the lips. <laughs> that would be my first move. Be like you're disarmed <laughs> with tongue. Yeah, that's for Mark Marrow. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> this is for the wild man. <laughs> oh my God, what if he just starts doing Mark Marrow moves in the match? Hits Brock with the TKO. Wow, I'll be really happy. He has like that firing gun thingy that shoots up like the stuff that Johnny B. Bad had. <laughs> Anyway, I hope all this magical stuff happens, especially Mark Marrow stuff. That it's was, just not. It's but not, no. no, I don't want to be. I want. I want hope. I want my hope back. Yeah, yeah. It might. Hey, mm. come on, guys. Uh, I'm calling nutshot disqualification. Nut Early shot disqualification. on, or you know, have like good like ten minutes first. It depends on what. It depends on when they go on. Because I am still of the belief that Ronda versus. Charlotte now. Well, I guess not now. Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah, the no. belief that Ronda versus Charlotte's going to end in DQ, though. Hmm. Because I think Tamina and Nia like, Jax are going to get involved. Becky, I bet. Or, see, I initially, I thought it was going to end. I thought, I was hoping, kind of, that Becky would either beat Ronda because of uh, interference from Nia and Tamina, because Nia has the next title shot. Yeah. Or 
Um, yeah, like so, so, something like that. I where, think like, there's no outcome or, or something along those lines. But I now think, that I, what do you think? I think that um, Charlotte's going to be trying to submit Ronda. Becky's going to come in, hit Charlotte with the cha- Charlotte Charlotte with the chair, turn back against what she did on SmackDown, keep her edge. Keep Charlotte from beating Ronda. Ronda still gets her victory. Becky's still against Charlotte. Still the badass, etc. Like that. That's honestly what I, I hope like happens. That. Yeah. I like that. that. Because like that Charlotte, that that again, that was weird. This, this that whole, hug was weird, it was right? Weird. This yeah. whole thing is cop outs. Did you like, hate that hug too as much as I did? I didn't hate it as like. You know, like, I guess I've just grown numb to people um, getting hurt and having their momentum halted. It happens a lot. You know, like the the concussion program and everything that comes along with it, just like their medical testing, etc. They stop a lot of good things. Like, I I had to stop myself in our text thread from saying, I wish it was like the old days so that she could just go out there anyways. And die. I don't want her to to die, but part of me is just like, God dang it, Stone Cold Steve Austin would have gone out there. But so would she. I know. Honestly, I know, so I know, would she. I know. She I, know. I, know. I know. I know. But that's you why. I, that's why I had to stop myself from even face. saying it. Oh, the, was, she loved it. That was so I awesome. relate to that so hard. She was just standing up there with a broken nose, living in that moment. It was. It was. I've been there, and I like it. And, and you know, <laughs> hey, and you know, like there was a moment when when I found out that she was getting axed from the match too, and I was so bummed and mm-hmm. frustrated. And I, I, and in my head. I, I was like, I was thinking about what is Kevin going to say in this text thread, and I was like, somebody is going to reference that Stone Cold Steve Austin hurt his neck during the feud with Owen Hart, and that was all like the throttle that sent him into you know to the to the next stratosphere, into the stratosphere, and so like in some ways I, I expected people to say that about Becky. I don't think it's obviously not as bad of a situation and everything, no. but I was. Super I have bummed. seen that, but comparison. it looked I as bad. Seen, oh no, that's wait. the thing. It, it looked as bad, and was, that's all that matters. It was incredible. It was probably again, it was one of my favorite visuals. Probably Probably from all of women's wrestling in the WWE, I was like, this is one of the most badass moments of all time. Actually, that Stone Cold comparison is super apt because, like, obviously it looks like the Stone Cold bloody face moment. And if he, if she ends up getting a face turn through that, through a similar moment like that, oh, ooh, wow, I, I think if she, if she turns, if she turns on Charlotte at the event, people are going to go wild. Yeah. I really hope that's the way they go with it because I was like, man. What are you doing with this hug bullshit? Like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, everyone loves Becky right now. Like, why are you trying to transfer that over to Charlotte? Because she's gone for a few weeks. Like, yeah. come on. I also don't want to see Charlotte. I hope it doesn't go the opposite direction. I don't want to see Charlotte become like a heel buddy. Because need, Becky no, doesn't need no, a buddy. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she's I don't need a little tea time shit. Like, I, yeah, I'm no. very happy with everything Becky is doing. They I mean, should be too. In a lot of ways, it's. It's about time to distance, you know, Becky and Charlotte from each other as much as humanly possible. Just because, like, because Charlotte has a lot of value. Like, I mean, she really does. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, you know, love to rip on her moonsault and everything like that, and they have every reason to do so. But like, I, I, I love Charlotte. I think she's a great wrestler, and and there's parts of me that, again, that's why I was like not. I wasn't crushed because I knew that she, I am actually looking forward to seeing her against Ronda. I think that's a great match. I, 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 I but but it sucks that it's such a small buildup because that, sure. could, that yeah. was something they were thinking as a possible WrestleMania but, match. But, but you know, like the, the only the only true way that this pay per view can end in a, in a positive note, I feel like for it is if that match goes on last and Becky is standing tall with Ronda and Charlotte on the ground with a chair in her hand, that's a killer closing shot. I, I agree. I, I I couldn't agree more in that regard. You know, end scene. And you said, you know, the the uh, you know blessing in disguise type thing. And honestly, if if they didn't walk in Wednesday morning and go, 
well, we've got our WrestleMania main event now, then they're crazy. Yeah. Because, you know, I saw Meltzer reported that um, there's heavy talk now of that being the case. And look, they, there's no secret they want it, they want women to wrestle to yeah. main event WrestleMania one, you know, at least once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's no secret that Ronda. Gee, thanks. <laughs> you know, so they can say, talk so about they can it. Say so they can brag it, about you know? it. This is change. Remember that this time? is the first time this has ever happened in yeah. all of history. And For the first time. happen again. Uh, <laughs> 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 Hashtag this is change. <laughs> Um, but it's no sorry, secret. Hey, no, I'm sorry. That's, I shouldn't be making light of that moment. No, but, but, no, but you should. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and and it's no secret that Rhonda is definitely, hopefully, gonna help them get there. You know, yeah. they, they they see her, that, you know, her being yeah. there as someone who can help them get there. But they they need that other foil. Like they need that other per, you know person to go against. And and there's no question right now that like the entire wrestling community is in. Full support of Becky, like, like yeah. wants to watch Becky think, Lynch. Do you think that like Sasha Banks and Bailey are just like, what happened? Yes, like they're just like, wait, wait, what happened? I think Bailey's been thinking that for a long yeah, time. She should. Too. I think so too. But I, I, I was looking at Sasha's tweets the past like, oh, did she delete him already? No, did she? No, she didn't. Delete the tweets. Like okay. she said, it's. I don't know that these are what they're about. Obviously, but like. This is right after all this is happening. Yeah, what is it? And usually she's like real positive on social media, but it was like, do you know who I don't like? And then it was like, you is the next tweet. And then it says, don't wait. The time will never be just right. And then it was like a gif of Whitney Houston saying, do you really know? Like it was just like all like weird, weird like. That's cryptic. a work. That's a work. Mm, I mean, probably, but she could I mean, you know, I go on social media a lot of times and I'll just post like a gif that like. Because I can't actually say how I'm feeling, so I'll just post like a real out of nowhere gift. Oh, I'm the subtweeter of the century. So I mean, then you know. I yeah, mean- but I'm not Sasha Banks. I don't have Vince McMahon staring at my fingers every time I tweet something. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a I'm a free bitch baby. Yeah, but th- <laughs> but those aren't like like she also pissed off for greatness. Uh, Oof. You know. Oof. Yeah, POG. Instead ah. of worrying about what you cannot control, shift your energy to what you can create. So I don't know. Like these are things to me that that sound like someone who's a little unhappy. Yeah, but here's what I will. Uh, uh, you know, just gonna have a little bit of a learning moment. Would you ever say this about a male wrestler? Yeah. But why? No, you wouldn't. You don't think yeah, that I would. No, no, because say what? Say what? Yeah, I would. Wait, 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 wait. Say what though? Say like I don't think Guy that they're wrestlers... jealous of each other's success. No, no, I didn't say jealous of her success. I think more about bummed about her pe- position, like like he said, of like man, what is okay, ha- so not in ha- reflection to no, Becky, no, not just at, in herself. Like, at Ronda okay, that's or fine. at Becky because they're all homies, like like or Becky and Ron or Becky and, and Sasha. I think yeah, it's, I'm yeah. more mean of just like a like a me personally like like, a, like pissed at your. Place. Okay, yeah. it's that not, makes a ton of more sense. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Your place She's in your universe. Happy for no, Becky. no. Like there are people I'm happy for that are like have a cool thing happen, but deep down inside I go like, "Fuck, dude! Like, what, what is happened? What to happened? Me? What did I do? What did know? I do? Like, what the fuck? You know? Am yeah. I bad? You know? And I'm sure like <laughs> happens yeah. to me constantly. You know what I mean? So I, I, no, I don't think that she's like mad at Becky, but yeah. I could definitely see being like, a, "Hey, remember when I was like." The and one you know that she, everyone you know what she needs to do. Like, yeah, she needs to. It's she needs to pay her. She, it's, yeah, it's Becky's turn. And but Becky paid time, her dues on the sidelines for a long time. Completely sure. agree. But I also think that, that we've never gotten to see like the real heel 
Sasha Banks Agreed. that we saw on NXT on the WWE main roster. And I think that if we had, she'd be much more popular than she is right now. Uh, or at least, you know, she's popular, and but even more so. I do not know what happened with Bailey between NXT and the main roster, but it's like she left a... Uh, she like left a piece of luggage back home. Yeah. It's there's just something that isn't there. It's the same thing. It's, she's well, doing you know, the same gimmick. She's doing the same thing. When we even when we were uh, at the at the old studio, I would talk about it all the time. It's yeah. like it's time for Bailey to have a heel turn. Yeah, that was over a year ago. It, now. it was a long yeah. time because I was just like I am so sick and tired of her. There's nothing interesting. There's and no catch. No, it would be super interesting. Same gimmick, but a heel like. Same smiley person, <laughs> yeah. like a psychopath. That's, like it's it's like Kurt Angle when he came in. Yeah. You know, it's just like, hey, I'm the guy that you're supposed to like, and it's like, well, you telling me that makes me hate you. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I hate you. I, I was stupid, about wacky, waving, inflatable tube men. You miss potato hat. <laughs> I was talking about Zaroka, I think this week actually, where I was saying that I I truly believe that the big missing piece of the Bailey puzzle on the main roster has always been the fact that. The WWE universe, whatever you want to call them, like the WWE watchers, uh, the main you know main roster viewing audience, they missed this big piece of the puzzle of Bailey being super fan. Yeah. Like we didn't yeah. even see that on the main roster. No, that she, was only in NXT. She where showed like, up. She heard like, oh my god, I get to talk to Dusty Rhodes, and like, oh my god, I'm wooing with Ric Flair, and like her being like that ultimate wrestling fan that then you got to watch grow become like a dope wrestler. Yeah. Like that was a huge part of her story and helped you like like connect with her. And I think that that's why people haven't connected with her on the main roster. And for a lot of people, have not. There's a lot of people haven't seen NXT. I was yeah. talking to my dad yesterday, and he was like, where'd this McIntyre guy come from? I'm like, oh, my God. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't know anything. <laughs> you don't know oh anything, my Dad. God. I'm like, Dad, Velveteen Dream, you know? And he's like, yeah, I read that. Oh, no, my dad doesn't watch NXT. I know about that. My yeah. dad watches WWE every week. He doesn't watch NXT. Yeah. No, he super doesn't watch NXT. I, I literally begged him. I was like. Please watch this weekend. I made Please. my dad. The best part is, is I'm, I've made my dad go to an NXT show. He loved it. Yeah. Still didn't keep watching NXT. Yeah. He still is just like, no, I just want to watch Raw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Does he watch SmackDown? Not as much as Raw. Yeah. It's just what he they're used to. He watches it, but not as much. So, yeah, it's just what, it's he, what they're used to. Yeah. It's, it's on his DVR. Yeah. You know, like, it's just easy. Um, you know, Bailey is like Barry Horowitz. Like, that's the level of character oh. that she is. <laughs> Bailey Horowitz? Bailey Hor- Barry Horowitz She's is young. the jobber from, like, the mid-90s. And his gimmick was basically he'd like pat himself on the back and and oh, and he was a, and, and he was a jobber. He was a, every sense of the way he was a, he was a popular jobber. Yeah. And then he beat Skip of the Body Donnas, who was managed by Sonny at the time. Mm-hmm. And Barry Horowitz kind of lived off of that. But he was just kind of like this happy-go-lucky guy, and he finally got his break, and he won once. And then basically he was like he was jobber to the stars for yeah. forever. And then he went to WCW shortly after that, but and never accomplished anything of note, similar to Bailey. Um, <laughs> but like. <laughs> In the WWE on the main roster. Bailey was a champion for a minute. Yeah, I know, but just like <laughs> that's what that see that's what, like when you said before the champ the title's a big deal. No, it ain't. No, the title's no. a big deal. <laughs> the title's a big deal if they're pushing it like that, and if they're not, it it's, just sits on the sideline like the Intercontinental title did for ten years. You yeah, like, until you, the Miz got it. You would have liked Barry Horowitz's vest because it had the handprint yeah. on the back of it too. The so Hamza. Yes. Yeah, so, well, Wait, so, oh, him patting himself him, on the back. Like, yeah. like when you said print. Barry Horowitz, he's like very clearly Jewish. Oh, he, so and he was. The he, hand he, thing, I assumed it no. was a Jew thing. He, no, well, no, it, no. It, may have, it may have partially been because he did play like a Jewish character. I mean, too. Barry, Barry yeah, Horowitz. That, that wasn't, you know what she's talking about. Well, I know. Hamza's like the like, ooh, spiritual. Um, no, she, that's was, what I, that's what I hate it, about. It fit in the handprints. That's really cute. That's really sweet. It was no different than. Like when you draw around your hand, you know? That's what I hate about being like a young person. Like I started watching wrestling as soon as I was born but like unfortunately i'm still young and so when i go back and watch old stuff from before i started watching um 
you miss the jobbers. Yeah. Because you're just like, ah, well, where's like, Macho Man? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. It, and it's crazy because look at what happened with James Ellsworth. The, like, a, a couple weeks they brought jobbers back. Yeah. James Ellsworth became, like, a huge yeah. thing. Yeah. James Ellsworth was bigger than Barry Horowitz ever was. Oh, yeah. I was going to, uh, when, when you were telling her I was going to compare it to James Ellsworth, and I was like, nah, James Ellsworth was bigger yeah. than Barry Do you Horowitz. you think that the jobbers from uh, yesteryear did the same thing as like the jobbers today where they kind of like stopping ass back and then work the indies uh Do- no because i think the jobbers were more like already the like kind of like local dudes yeah still, even back like, then. like they were usually like local paid talent like 100 bucks a night or something like that like where they just basically were like oh, hey, they wouldn't travel with them no no, no. well well, oh. it, it, well some of them it, well the, the big the, the main thing was is that they you know because they would tape so much television at one time so they're like yeah. we're in hartford and we're, we're tonight we're they basically they would tape you know hours and hours of matches that they would scatter across you know tons and tons of programs so even though they may have been in this one specific region of the country for for a couple like a week, let's say the the matches from that area might last for three months or something like that on WWE television. Yeah. So that's why you would see Barry I Horowitz. That's a free raw. I didn't of, know that's yeah. how that used to. Yeah, yeah. so like, like prime, you know, prime time would come in with like you know the way it used to work is like you had to be friends with like an old timer or something like that, and that old timer sure. would come to the show with like his guys, and then he'd go backstage and be like, "Hey, I have these guys who can work," and then like they would similar to now still with like extras. And like they'd line up, like, yeah. hey, we can do something with you, 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 you go with them, like, blah, blah, yeah, you're just like, going to get gonna, the shit kicked. I mean, they still have that today. And, like, they still have the local guys yeah. come and True. play. True, but the, except those jobs, local guys but... actually got to wrestle much well, more frequently. And, yeah. and what, what happened was, is like, I mean, this is all, you know, the cause of the Monday Night War is that there wasn't time for anybody on the show who like who had a name like unless they were actually a WWE superstar. Right. And, and so all that local talent, that, they became like the security guards who would run in and Scott Steiner would stiff arm him in the head. And then that, that was their 100 bucks for the night. Yeah. Well, that's what they are today. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah like, and shifted yeah. from jobbers to like extras, basically. Interesting. Well, and, and now we have like, you know, like, you know. Kurt Hawkins jobbers where they're like well they're it's like he's actually on, like, he, yeah. he is traveling with them and yeah. everything oh, wow. yeah I mean the company expanded and yeah. so you can hire more people but I mean that's how that you even hear about guys like the Hardy Boys who like they wrestled you know when they were like 16 on the yeah. shows because like they were friends with like one you know ex guy ex WWE guy who brought him in and they were like yeah yeah they're with us they're trained yeah I have an unpopular opinion about Jeff Hardy uh oh I like Really want to marry him? <laughs> Is that an unpopular opinion? Absolutely. Why? That's Every time a... I say that, I'm like, he just seems like he just seems like he w- he he seems like kind of like gross enough for me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then sweet enough to meet my mom. Mm. And yeah. then he also does that like thrusting thing when he comes out. So you know, there's a there's a, it, it hits a lot of cylinders. But I've said that twice in front of people, and now I'm glad I'm saying it into a microphone. I love that for me. I, uh, my um, girlfriend has a crush on Luke Harper, so you have no interesting. Shame. Yeah. Well, so. Luke Harper has ship shaped up. I mean, I mean, that's what she, she was pumped when he got all. Sh- yeah. yeah. When, he, when he shaped himself up, she was pumped. Yeah. It's. I think it's a daddy thing. Maybe. No, Sorry, she guys. likes Mick Foley too. Is that a you think too? you like Mick Foley? It's, it's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> when I was, well, this is weird now because I'm like friends with Noelle. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's not listening. Who cares? Not listening. Uh, she's not listening at all. Um, but no, my 
he was like a huge crush of mine when I was a kid kid, like when I was like eight. And I had a picture frame next to my bed that was Mankind, Mick Foley, Dude Love, and Cactus Jack, just like a four-pronged picture frame. Next, wait, wait, by your bedside? Next to my bed. It was the only thing next to my bed was those pictures and like a journal so I could be like, Mrs. Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved him. I really thought like, I was like, that's my man. Cactus Jackie. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah, no, we also had the same hair, so it might be like a narcissist thing where I was yeah. like, that's what, me, but a man. What age was this? Like eight. Eight to eight, like. Eight to like ten. Where he was eight to ten, top yeah. crush? Yeah, well, top crush outwardly because I like thought that my dad would approve, but <laughs> on the inside, I was full on stone cold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, he's my bad boy. <laughs> It whooped my dad's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy that Stone Cold set the record straight this week or this morning on his podcast about that whole drinking thing. Because, like, last week, a bunch of sites picked up, like, a quote from his podcast where he said that he's been 14 days sober because he was, like, on an eating program. He didn't say, I'm quitting drinking. It was like, I'm on a diet right now, so, yeah. like, I'm not drinking. Yeah. And then they, I sell beer. <laughs> like what? That's literally what he said on the thing today. He was like, "I have my own IPA." Yeah. Why the fuck would I say I'm not drinking anymore? Like, or what? That's like, crazy. What are you talking about? Like he, so dude loves to drink too. Yeah, <sighs> he's from Texas. Like, hmm. there's mm. no. He's like, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Like you know, Steveisers. Even this if cool he's thing. even if he's not gonna drink anymore, he's not gonna publicly say he doesn't drink anymore. It's part of his thing. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, <laughs> but but. They they were sneaky about it. The the people who did the initial report because they kind of like coupled it with another anecdote from the same episode, but they made it seem like they were like together. Because basically it was a uh, they, they, yeah. yeah, it was dick the way they did it. Because it was like Stone Cold says fourteen days sober. Also, he told a story about smoking a joint, but they made it sound like he was smoking the joint. He's contradicting himself or something. No, they made it sound like he was smoking the joint because he's not drinking anymore. Ah, yeah. And he's like, oh. he was like, no, this, th- they were totally different stories. The joint story was an old story that I told, like having nothing to do with the not drinking thing. And he was like, Kristen, his wife, he's like, how long have you known me? She's like, since like 2004. He's like, how often have I quit drinking every time you go on a diet? And he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to cut pounds. Like, that's what you if, do when you go on a diet. Yeah. Like, if Stone Cold Steve Austin quit drinking. Would you feel the same sense of glee if you saw him smashing like O'Doul's in the ring? Oh my god, no. Zima's? Ew. No, well, Zima's an alcoholic drink. I'm saying like. Wait, aren't Zima's not alcoholic? No, Zima's are alcoholic. They're like, that's their whole appeal. <laughs> You're thinking, no, O'Doul's and Sharps are the non alcoholic beers. If Stone Cold Steve Austin came to the ring but was smashing Sharps or O'Doul's, would you be cool with it? I'd quit. No, I would I quit. It. I would quit okay. wrestling. How about this? What if he was smashing like cans of Hawaiian punch or something? I'd be like into that. that. I'd be like more into a, that, yeah. yeah. Or that, like two of kind of... those squeezy bottles. What are the Kool Aid <laughs> bottles? <laughs> he has to like really squeeze to get the liquid He's got, out. Like, two Capri Suns. He just like pops them open I in would, his face. I would love that. I would also wouldn't mind though if he became like just full stoner, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he almost was, like buzzkill Brad Armstrong, like from the WCW days, just like your dad who started smoking weed. 
That'd be kind of cool, too. I mean, I'd be down for that. <laughs> right? I feel like that would make him more accessible. I feel I, like I would just make him my dad. <laughs> literally, me, too. My dad is, like, a dude from Texas who yeah. smokes weed. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he yeah, got on a Harley and drove off. I'm like, that's my dad. Oh, no. He's like, oh, he's, no. He picked up his blues guitar and went to town. I'm like, Papa? He's like, pa- Papa Stone Cold? Papa, you, you meet him one day? Papa? Papa, Papa Austin? <laughs> yeah, he goes, it was great. In the episode, he goes like, I didn't swear up alcohol forever. Why in the fuck would I do that? I enjoy alcohol responsibly as an adult, so uh, therefore, I will probably drink until my final day on Earth. Wow. And then he said, when I'm trying to meet a deadline, if I'm trying to get in shape, then I've got to eliminate the alcohol if I want to burn fat. Yeah, for sure. And then, yeah. What is he meeting a deadline for? Okay. I just want to throw on my conspiracy theory hat mm-hmm. here. Yeah. What has been my recent conspiracy theory regarding Stone Cold Steve Austin? What's going to bring him back at one of the Saudi events? Now he's suddenly getting in shape and has a deadline. Yeah, but to he meet. said to his wife that he does it every year. Though. No, no, no. He said he quits every alcohol time he every time he gets cuts weight when he's like trying to quit weight for something. He did say in the episode that basically every time he goes hunting, like when it's hunting season. Him and that Ted Fowler guy get wasted the whole time. So he's like, me and Ted, Great. we get wasted the whole yeah. We get wasted. <laughs> we start with margaritas and then beer. So he's like, margaritas. so when I when I come home from my hunting season, he's like, I look in the mirror and I'm like, shit, you've gained a lot of weight. You got to go cut your pounds, you sure. know. And so then he goes on diet again. But I don't know. I just like, I, I just, I, I just. With all, the, all these people coming back for lots of money in Saudi Arabia, he doesn't have a show right now. He doesn't get a shit about Saudi Arabia. You Probably, know? I'm sure Stone Cold is like, yeah, the president thinks we're cool. With Saudi, Arabia. I'm yeah, cool with yeah, Saudi yeah. Arabia. So I, 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 I could see it being a possibility. I, I could as well. But yeah, just I strictly hope so. like these guys. I don't care for the events, but I mean, clearly HBK came back just for the paycheck. Oh, but that was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, but you know what though? You know it's great. Steve still looks like Steve. Like that's the big difference. Well, that's I would also, much rather see him. Also, what? Just I, we've never seen Stone Cold versus Hulk Hogan, have we? I don't care. I don't care. I, I knew don't that was going to make you so care. mad, and I knew that that was going to bring such a smile to Eli's face. The thought of that I, match, I, I, I can't. Don't happen, care. Like it's too late. It's too late in the game. It's he. It's too. I don't care about Hulk Hogan. Stop, stop. Yeah. Hulk Hogan is bad. Eli, you're telling me you would not be out of your mind excited if you I'd heard so they were intrigued if that was going to happen. But but but, but I if, I don't think that Steve would do it. I I do think that even if he comes back, because Steve has never said he said I'm retired, but he's never said like I'm adamantly opposed to getting back in the ring. And not only that, the dude has talked openly about people collecting their paycheck and stuff like that. He's, sure. he, he is a working class dude at the end of the day, regardless of how many millions and, and the fame and fortune that he's acquired over the course of his many, many years um, in the business. Um, I There is a part of me as somebody who grew up on the Hulkster, who grew up on Austin years later, who you know who saw Hulk Hogan's come back in the early 2000s to the WWE and actually appreciated a lot of those matches. The match with The Rock, etc. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, even the match with HBK is overacting as HBK was in that match and everything. I remember being tense for it. That having been said, Hulk Hogan is... 10 years past the point where he should be in the ring. And, oh. and, and he's probably 20 years past that point. But he's 10 years past the old-timer point, you know, where it's like where it's still okay to have an old-timer in the ring. It's not like they would, they're having Ric Flair come back in the... 
You think they're going to bring back Ric Flair? No, there's no way. I don't, I, He'll die. He'll die. <laughs> I wanna, I no, they see... shouldn't bring back Ric Flair. But I, I could. I, and this is just pure speculation. This is just me speculating completely. But like NWO versus Stone Cold Triple H and like The Undertaker or like I mean, they the are Rock. bringing back factions. Like that's something that they're doing. But I would like – I want to see Hulk Hogan in a wrestling ring as much as I want to see Woody Allen at a bar mitzvah. <laughs> Like I don't like I I do, I don't want to see it. It's so disrespectful. No, I, it's so I, beyond I disrespectful. Hundred percent agree. I just think to myself of like, if I'm these, I'm gonna get, if I'm a Saudi Arabian prince and I can book whatever I want. Sure. There's two. There's there's two matches. There's like Stone Cold versus. Hulk Hogan and there's The Rock versus Shawn Michaels of like two things that have like never, never happened. happened. Sure, and sure, I don't sure. think they're interested in Stone Cold. Uh, 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 HBK, HBK versus The Rock. The Rock. I, I, I don't think it's that's not as cool. It's not as Mark. Well, yes, even it's, it's cool for wrestling fans. Even that that's it. Even whenever it was HBK versus Hulk Hogan SummerSlam 2005, it still was like one of those things where it's like this is only interesting to wrestling fans. Yeah. Nobody cares sure. about it. Yeah. Like I mean, nobody anybody who's watching this match just for Hulk Hogan probably doesn't really know much about HBK, and that's the way it felt at the time, and that's the way I think it would feel too. It's like it's clear. It's The Rock. It's going to be in the ring, and he's wrestling HBK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bald I, HBK. Well, that's I, the problem: is that the new wrestling fan doesn't really give a shit about Hulk Hogan. No, and all they know of him is that he's racist. Yeah, um, I don't. Th- I, and and I would suggest that I don't like. You don't I, think he's racist? I, I I don't not think he's racist. I'm just saying I don't know that every person necessarily that's their first, their instinctual go to I know I know I, I understand that it is for your guy for you guys but there's if I, they're I not think, vet wrestling fans like if they're not like you know well I, I think mm-hmm. that I think it's it's it's, it's both there's, there are a lot of people who don't, who have forgiven Hulk too and so I, like, I, would, I, would I don't also, think that they think he's a racist I do think the first thing that comes to mind when they hear the name Hulk Hogan young people is that incident? That it's I, not like he just said the word, you know. It's totally. not like because, like, I forgave PewDiePie, and he said that all Jews should die. So, like, I should, you know, I get it. But like, I didn't forgive it's, PewDiePie. It's not you shouldn't probably. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. He well, just seems nice. But, I don't know. But think about it. But think about <laughs> it on this level though, too. Hypocrite. No, it's crazy. But but with with Hulk Hogan though, like, there's the difference between is like, for instance, like you guys live a lot more in the digital ether than I yeah, do. Yeah, much yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you're part of a conversation that's taking place in that environment that, you're not, that totally. I'm not, that I just am not present with. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there there is a category of people, obviously, who where it's a hypersensitive issue because it's been a conversation that's been taking place for a while. And there's a category like me where it's just like, well, I, I totally understand where the sentiment comes from, and I partially agree with you, mm-hmm. too. But also, I'm kind of like, it, it goes back to like kind of even what I said about Michael Richards the other day, where I was just like, I'm still watching Seinfeld. I'm still watching Seinfeld reruns all the time. Yeah, he, watch- busted, yeah. he busted me on that one a few weeks ago yeah, when we were talking about that Hulk. Makes so, t- I mean, so, you don't watch Seinfeld but, anymore? But, but, here's like, what I will say about that. Here's what I, that's syndication, number one. But here's what I will say about that. Is <laughs> that like, like, I totally. That's the most Hollywood <laughs> justification ever. That's syndication. It's syndication, it so really so it's like matter. basically like it happened in the past. But um, no, I, I totally understand. I totally get that. I here's what I will say is that it's beyond just being like triggered by it, like you know oh, you're sensitive, whatever. This is happening in real time, and they have, I would say, the responsibility to echo what's happening in the world. I know yeah. that that's obviously not what they've chosen to do in the most recent weeks, but for the most part, they've been pretty good about it. And if if 
if you're gonna listen to the to the climate of the world, it's such a bad move, yeah. not only socially but PR wise. Yeah, it, it definitely like, felt weird when Hulk Hogan came out at at, at uh, Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. Uh, he, the, that's I how mean, important these events are. I'm just like at Saudi yeah. Prince. What is it? At Saudi Prince event. Um, no, like, and 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 I and I don't say any you know contrary statement because. I don't agree with you. Like, I mean, I, no, I, I, I feel you. I, I, I could tell you're conflicted on the whole thing too. When you were saying it, there is part of me inside that's just like, in another time, that would have made me a really happy camper. If that could have happened in the early 2000s, I would have been, I would have been great. But it is 2018. It's almost yeah. 2019, yeah. and so it's like that time has long since passed. When Hulk Hogan was in the ring in TNA when he did that Australian tour, mm-hmm. there's pictures of him and Ric Flair wrestling at that event where I'm like, this looks pathetic. Like, yeah. It looks sadly pathetic. Yep. We just don't have the, in my opinion, we just don't have the room to be patient with stuff like that anymore. It's like we're past that conversation. Yeah. yeah. But um, also, most people don't watch the WWE for social issues. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I happen to be, uh, you know, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to disparage. Oh, I'm yelling all the time. <laughs> but I'm not going to disparage anybody for being excited about something like that or watching something like that. Because guess what? I'll probably watch it, too. Yeah. I just think it's a weird move. And it frust- I think more than anything, it frustrates me when people have a platform and they choose to use it f- uh, in a irresponsible way, so yeah, that frustrates me. But you know, I, I if Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold happened, I would fucking watch it. Uh, <laughs> hey, I, I just hey, you don't watch it. Honestly, you know? like I, I can respect somebody coming back for a paycheck, but there's part of me that's like, Steve's got too much integrity for that. Like I really feel that. Like, right. I, I, like but I, and he's yes, making his own money. I, and yes, I have always agreed with you. Like Stone Cold is my one of my, my one of my all time favorites. I'm just saying, like, it's easy to say that. I'm down with him coming back for a match. Until up a bring truck with millions I'm of dollars on your front door. But, I, but it, should, it should be against somebody that he can have a, a passable match with. And not you Hulk say Hogan. that. He, cannot, that. he but can't look at Shawn Michaels. Hulk. Shawn Michaels was like, no. I'm, he, Stone Cold, like you said, isn't necessarily. Like, yeah, he says it, but it's never been, like, as hardlined as Shawn Michaels was about it. Like, Shawn was like, I'm retired. I'm not coming back. There's no amount of money yeah. you can pay me. And then a Saudi prince showed up with a few million dollars. And he was like, well, I guess that is an amount you can pay Dude, me. Yeah. You know? That seems gr- to be the one. Should've... Actually, retract that statement. There is a number. You just brought I, it to I, me. Who would you want to see Stone Cold against? CM Punk. But that's also like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> that's like about? the other. Well, I'm thinking like dream match <laughs> okay, status. Okay, if we're okay. talking like I'm Saudi prince Within, with he, Stone $45 million. Back. Stone Cold's back. It's a Monday. Stone Cold's back. I mean, I guess Braun Strowman, but that doesn't mean really. I don't want to see him against a big guy. It's hard. It's hard because it's so out of the like. I was going to say like Dean Ambrose maybe because like because like of their attitudes and everything like that, and because like their the episode of the uh, of the Stone Cold show that was on the WWE (laughs) Network where (laughs) where Dean just was the worst. Yeah, and like I I remember that well. Um, The what what similar not similar to Daniel Bryan, but in some ways like what I would worry about is like Steve. With, and I feel like I know him well enough, like I can call him Steve. Um, but uh, but I feel like he was part of a different era where it was not as high impact as it is right now. Yes, I agree. And so, like, even when I was thinking, like, Dean Ambrose, like, Stone Cold can't take his DDT. Like, mm-hmm. like there's just certain things that he he wouldn't put himself in that position to do. So, in in today's modern wrestling landscape, I feel like it would have to be somebody like Braun or somebody big to where it could be a lumbering match, okay. you know, or it could be. Yeah, that, that is the only reason. I, that's I didn't. I didn't say that with words, but that was my thought process as well. As I was like trying to think of like a 
who could Stone Cold wrestle with right now that yeah. it would be that's honestly why I said CM Punk to be honest with you and like I know CM Punk is not wrestling right now but like their styles I saw as like well Stone Cold could take that movie he could take the go to sleep or he could you know, he could do this or that and the other um, but there's like yeah there's a lot of high impact stuff right I now I almost don't want to see a match I almost just want to see him come out and like stunner just like <laughs> I'd love to see him just Stone Cold stun Hulk Hogan I'd love to see him stun the Saudi princes oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. Me too. <laughs> For no reason other than just general entertainment. Are we gonna die? Are we gonna? Are yeah. we gonna... <laughs> before before we get to put on some list, uh, Rachel, where can people find you on the internet? Oh, please don't yell at me. <laughs> you can find me all over the internet at Rachel Sam Evans or Rachel Sam Fans. It depends on how your brain works. Find me and be nice. Be kind. To me. Rachel's, yeah, I, same fans. Yeah. yeah, I guess I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah, somebody said that to me once, and I was like, oh, sure, I guess your brain works a different way, and that's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> um, and also, okay, so uh, se- slightly unfortunate news, since we have Rachel here anyways, oh. um, is if you if you have heard Rachel on Best of the Rest uh, in, in prior episodes, I I, I I, I hope I, I, I'm happy you listened. I hope you enjoyed the show while you did. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like Best of the Rest will not be continuing on uh, as a regular show. I, I, we don't know what's going to happen with it yet. But um, but Rachel, we are going to still figure out ways to you know keep Rachel in the mix. I'm going to try and get another show going for her. We're uh, figuring so, it out. So she's still part of the Wrestling Sheet family. Uh, Aaron's dealing with some stuff, so send him some love. You know all that good stuff. But um, you know we are going to Rachel's Rachel's still be part of the family she's out here in la we will be utilizing her more um and i'm still gonna try and figure out a way to have some sort of indie coverage in the podcast feed up it's all things i'm working on so uh so keep your eyes peeled for all that kind of stuff hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) and eli where can we find you at twitter at elijah bates instagram at Brindlebeard. Very, very easy. <laughs> and you can find me on, on social media. It's at Ryan Satin. All across the board. It's at Wrestling Sheet as well for the website. ProWrestlingSheet.com. If you're listening to the audio of this, go check out the videos that we put up. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can check out the recaps that we do every week. That's where you can see Rachel making these fun... <laughs> cut noise <laughs> hand signals Cutting right now. Cutting his head off. Oh, I... From where, though? Oh, underneath. Well, that camera's... We're only on one shot right now. Okay. (laughs) Great. She's pulling a Jamie where she... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when the three of us are here, it's only that camera. So, yeah, didn't even... So... (laughs) That made more sense to me now. (laughs) No, it's better than Jamie. When Jamie, when we first were doing this, Jamie was, like, playing to that camera while he was saying stuff, but it it wasn't filming him, so... Yeah, you probably do the same thing today. I no, mean. no, no. I don't play. I every time I see a camera, I get nervous. So I'm like, no. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, YouTube.com/slash/c/slash/wrestling/sheet. That's where where all the videos are. Uh, we did an interview this week with. I did an interview this week with David Arquette. Uh, we're in the Collider studio. We talked about a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, for those of you who are longtime Wrestling Sheet Radio listeners, I talked to him about my Ready to Rumble sequel idea, uh, and he dropped a bombshell back about why it's not really possible. So go check out the interview. Uh, it was really fun. It was cool having him here in the studio. Also, if you only want to listen to the audio of it while you're driving or whatever, go check out the audio feed. It is Podcast One, Wrestling Sheet Radio. You can find it on iTunes as well. Uh, that's where all the stuff, you know, the, the where Best of the Rest used to be, but won't be anymore. And Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Top 5 will be back this weekend. Uh, you know, the recaps, all that kind of stuff. Check it out there. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out. Until next time, stay out of the dirt. Keep your eye on the sheet.
that little chico pitbull mr 305 better said mr worldwide and i'm here to tell you about my new podcast from negative to positive brought to you by my friends over at state farm i believe that to have success you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you you know the biggest risk you take is not taking one it's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money especially when it comes to insurance state farm offers surprisingly great rates they have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage all this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm. 